Hello, and thank you for tuning in to a pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Thursday. This week is going by so fast. I feel like all these weeks are going by fast. It's really ridiculous, man. Like, I don't feel like we can really hold on to time like that. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Do you recognize your star power? Do you know that you can do anything you put your mind to? Do you know that the world has limitless limitless possibilities when you try? I think that you should have the mindset that why can't you do anything? You should have the mindset of yes, I can. And you should do everything you can. That's what I think. Life is too short for us to be mourning on what we can't do, but we should be focusing on what we can do. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation. You should be looking in the mirror, wherever the mirror is, whether it's in the bathroom, on your phone, or in your car. And looking at your reflection, you can see how you got to where you are in your road. And we need to implement the saying and the passion of yes, I can. And we need to be implementing these positive things where... We do feel like we can't accomplish things where we do feel like anything is possible because anything should be possible. And the sky's the limit, man, right? Why should things be impossible? Why can't we accomplish things? Why should life be stoppable? Why should any of these things happen? Isn't that the question? Anyways... Moving into the next part of our conversation. No media allowed. No media allowed. No media allowed. They lie to us. They lie to us anyway. Let's get back to the student loan forgiveness. Because what's happening with that? And um, why isn't that at the forefront of politics right now? Also, outside of student loan forgiveness, what makes the Democrats think they're going to keep power? It feels like everybody's jumping ship. I mean, Jen, whatever her name is, is leaving her position. And instead, they're putting in someone else. Great. Uh, Excited that, you know, to see whatever the next person has to say. But shouldn't we be questioning that? I mean, she's getting replaced. Like, isn't that kind of strange? Right? Hmm. It feels like a lot of people are jumping ship and are leaving Biden to himself. People are already saying, like, his presidency is over. Like, he's done. But And they're saying that in a lot of places. So, like, is it done? Like, how much more can he wreck everything? That's what I'm saying, I guess. I mean, how much more is left, Right. He said he was going to forgive $10,000. Then the Democrats are trying to convince him to do $50,000. Then he's saying flagrantly, I'm not going to forgive $50,000. So what's he going to do? Nothing? He's going to be the president that does nothing? What are they going to hold on for him to win re-election again? His numbers have not gotten better. They've gotten worse. So how's he going to hold on to the power? Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema aren't going to sign off on anything. They're not going to be able to legislatively pass anything in this new year. 
So he's doomed. And I know you want to say, why are you saying that? But how's he going to get anything done? He utilized the idea of student loan forgiveness, like he was going to make a difference. But is he actually making a difference? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, this is supposed to be land of the free and, and land of opportunity. And in some ways it is. But at the same point, if you keep doing something where you say one thing and you do another, then you have to pay the piper. And the piper is you're not going to be able to run for re-election. The piper is no one's listening to what you're saying. The piper is the black people, the Spanish people, the Native American people, the Indian people from India, the Chinese people, the Vietnamese people, the, the people from Tokyo. The, I mean, the Japanese people, people from anywhere around the world especially minorities, okay? There's a promise here that things are going to be a certain way, but it kind of feels like that's not the situation. Instead of it being America, 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 it's any country, any country, any country. And how does that work when you're charging us to pay for everything? It's like you're at a car dealership that's got shitty cars And they're advertising like they're going to give you a nice car. They're going to take the same amount of money to give you some used rust bucket. But you're paying for a new car. That's what being an American feels like if you work at a job and you're a working class citizen. I'm paying all this money in taxes, but then you're just going to give it all away to something that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Anyways, we have to hold them accountable and we can't just continue to allow them to do whatever they want because whatever they want isn't what we want. And we want truth. And since I'm talking about truth, I want to invite you to join the Truth Network. And I know you might be saying, why did you join Truth Network? You know, I joined Truth Network. Because it's not about Democrats, it's not about Republicans, it's about freedom of speech. And I can say whatever I think there on that platform. I'm not saying I can't say that on Twitter, because I can, and I don't really have anything negative to say on Twitter. I don't. But there's clearly a difference between truth and other platforms. There is. And I'm just... I'm really tired... Of it being one one party getting to say whatever they want, and then the other party being silenced. What they did to Trump was ridiculous. These people are still talking about January 6th. Like, I really have to explain this shit to my mom. Like, nobody died on January 6th. They opened the doors for them at, the, at that place. And they opened the doors. Now, when the Black Lives Matter protests went out there, there was so many much security out there to stop them from getting anywhere near the steps. On January 6th, they opened the doors for them. And no one wants to talk about the one person that got shot and killed because of what she was doing. But why don't we talk about that? No one else actually got in trouble. No one else has actually like been assaulted or harmed. And it happened over a year ago. So why do we keep acting like January 6th was so bad? On that day, they went back into office and Biden's the president. So it's not like 
Biden isn't the president. That didn't happen here. These people want to act like it's so horrible. They'll use anything to hide who they are. If you think in any way, shape, size, or form that Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, these elderly ass politicians that don't do anything, that are on their way to a casket, care about you, couldn't be further from reality. They've been in these seats living off of Uncle Sam's titty for like 50 years while we pay taxes, while we suffer, while we do all these things. No one asks how they get away with this shit. Why aren't they just being paid minimum wage of like $12 an hour? Why do they get to have these big ass houses? Why does AOC get to have a group of people following her around to keep her safe? Why does she get security? What the fuck? You see what I'm saying? What the fuck? I don't know. Just food for thought for your Thursday. Like they're getting all these handouts while we're paying for it. That's how we should be looking at them. We pay their salaries. That's how this works. Not only do we pay their salaries, but then they get to use the rest of the money and then do dumb shit with it too. Welcome to America. Let's implement all these ridiculous ass policies and legislation that make no sense. Let's do all these things that don't make any sense and don't add up. And let's not hold anyone accountable for it. Let's let some creepy dude run New York and kill people and not go to jail. Cuomo. And then let's let his bitch brother go on CNN and make up the most shit ever. That's America. That's the America you love so much. Biden sucks. I don't care. Look at look at his ratings. It's not just me who thinks that. The Democrats are failing. It's not just me that's saying that. You know how you can tell they're failing? They're so desperate to seem like they're all on board for Ukraine that they let the worst people ever go over there to talk to them. We've got your back. We'll support you all throughout this. We'll do whatever it takes for you to win this war against Putin. You people aren't going to win the war against Putin. He has more power than you. And you're not following the law, man. Like, you're not supposed to be saying some of the shit you're saying. And and you're not, like, following, like, the Constitution. So at this point, I don't hold anything they say seriously. And I don't really care about whatever they say. If they want to forgive my student loans, if they want to give us extra money or they want to give us back our tax money that we already fucking paid, great. Outside of that, I don't want to hear about you. Fix the damn roads and collect the damn trash. That's it. Anything else, don't tell me. I don't care. I don't fucking care about all these other people and all these other problems because America has their own problems that they never figure out and solve. They just leave us for dead and they don't care. That's America. They don't care. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. The red market is on fire. I'm not talking about a red market. I'm talking about the stock market. And the stock market is on fire. So it's time to buy, 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 
Bye, 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 bye. If you're a part of the investing club, you got to hear Jim Cramer last week. It was an incredible meeting, and I'm going to re-listen to it again just because I love him so much. Um, I love being a part of that investing club. I also love listening to Meet Kevin. At some point, I want to become a part of his investing club, too, because I really want to be able to utilize my money in different places, and I want my portfolio to grow for me. I think money management is very important and having your money in different things is also very important. You don't want to just work 40 years and be miserable. You want to work and have money set aside so you can really live your life and enjoy it. That's what it is. Anyways, moving on to the next part of our conversation. The housing market is for sellers, not buyers. Yeah, it's definitely a seller's market right now. There's a limited amount of things out and the prices are ridiculous. And it's just a nightmare. Just, I don't think it's going to get better. I think the interest rates are going to continue to go up and houses are going to be priced up to ridiculous amounts. And and this is just the beginning of it. I don't think this is the end. I think this is the beginning. I think because the government messed up as much as they did, there's not going to be a way to fix this. So if you're in the buying market, like we're in the buying market right now, good luck, man. I mean, just look every day and hope you find something and work with your realtor and know what your your money is and have everything ready. Have the deposit down. Maybe have more than a deposit. You're going to go over asking. Be ready for that, too. You have to be ready for this. You do. So just be fully aware that it's just going to get worse. It is. The turnover rate at companies isn't ending. I know we thought that the um, the idea of uh, people deciding they want to resignate for their jobs and quit is ending, but it's just beginning. People aren't down for the bullshit anymore. The turnover rate at companies has risen quite a percentage. And those that are staying at companies and having their wages being plummeted and not receiving, you know a raise at the rate they should be receiving it as, that's not going to change, right? It's not. And and what do you get? What do you benefit at staying at a company and get it treated like shit? Unless it's job security, but unless you actually love what you do at your job, why are you going to stay if you find a job that pays more? What's going to hold you to stay there? There's a question, right? I don't know. What is going to hold you to stay there? We should be asking these questions. What's wrong with the idea that people want to resignate and people don't want to be involved with insanity? What's wrong with the idea that people have to deal with shit and have to work a certain job and have to make a certain amount of money? Who says that? Why do they have to do anything? I think when you get rid of that thought process and you start actually thinking about what people do, how hard people work, how they get treated, you have to come up with the possibility that they don't care. And now we have people staffed at places that don't care. So restaurants are closing early. People aren't doing things they used to do and people don't care anymore. It's not going to end. The great resignation of 2021 or whatever it was, that's only the beginning. Companies and corporations are going to have a harder time doing things. And it's only going to get worse. 
Food for thought. What's the exit strategy for your stocks? Should you be running away from things because the market's redder right now and it can't figure out what the hell it wants to do? I think maybe exit stocks where they're not making something or maybe have the mindset of exiting stocks where you're not seeing a dividend or you're not receiving anything. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's more important for you to be to have a portfolio full of things that are going to be more beneficial to you versus less beneficial to you. That's what I'm saying. And um, you shouldn't feel good or bad about that. And you got to know that, like, this is on you. To make those decisions. Granted, you should probably and likely be watching. Um, someone speaking about it. You should be watching these shows on CNBC. You should be fully aware of what's going on in the stock market. You should have an idea of what's doing good and what's doing bad before you make those decisions. And it shouldn't just be on a whim. You really got to think about this. That's what I'm saying. Moving into the next part of our conversation, supporting our neighbors, meaning we're shopping at stores where we're supporting our small neighborhoods. We're eating at the same restaurants. They begin to understand familiarity. They know us by face or name. We really become a part of our neighborhood. We're someone who is helping the neighborhood grow and never end. And that's so essential. That's such a part of development. And that's such a part of grace. And I really do think that it's an amazing step. So if you're questioning your neighborhood, find a way to join in and be a part of it. Support a small business or support your favorite pizzeria. Like I've told you many times, I like um, Park Lane and um, I really love halls. So we typically just go there and that's where we get our pizza from. And there's nothing wrong with it. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Murder, she wrote, has books. Not only is it an amazing show, but there's actually books that correlate with it. I'm obsessed with Murder, she wrote. You already know I am. I watch it every night. I watch it as much as I can. I just love it. The fact that we can look at a small town like that in New England, that fun, and try to follow up and see who did it, you know I love it. Um, So if you're obsessed with Murder, she wrote like I am, maybe try to find a book and read it and see if you like it. Looking for new mystery series. I'm always looking for new mystery series. Uh, typically for mystery series, I'm going to like Showtime, Epics, HBO, anything like that. I think that Flight Attendant is definitely an amazing mystery series that we're watching right now. And uh, hopefully they have new ones too. Um, we can just hope and see. Speaking of Flight Attendant, let's talk about Flight Attendant. This season is very different from the last season, although it's kind of the same, but... <sighs> She's obviously running from what's actually happening in her life right now. That's it. And she doesn't want to face reality because it's probably easier for her to not do that, especially since she's not an alcoholic anymore. But I'm not going to ruin it. You're going to have to watch it. You're going to have to wait and you're going to have to see. Next part of our conversation. 
We Own This City on HBO. You need to watch it. It's an amazing show. Uh, it's based off other shows, too. And I definitely think you'll like it. Um, it's definitely amazing. And HBO has a way of doing these crime thrillers very good. Next part of the conversation. Moon Knight ending. I don't know. We watched the ending of it, but I, I just... Uh, they could have done so much more with that show. There could have been so many more levels to it, and there wasn't. And it was just so... Uh, I don't know. There wasn't as many layers to it as I hoped there was going to be. It wasn't just there. It was a lot of questionable things that were happening. And it ended. And I still feel like, what did I just watch? I don't know. I'm also looking forward to some new horror, too. I um, definitely want to see what's on short Shutter, And hoping there's some more, like, serious horror series coming out because you know I love scary even if it's not Halloween I love the idea of fear so I'm looking forward to that so I guess I'm gonna have to wait and see about that too moving on from horror to eating good sandwiches the best sandwiches that we've had have been from Halls we also like the Bella's we also like uh local sandwich shops and I can't remember the name of the other one um hold on let me tell you Mm. Hot table always has amazing paninis for sure. D'Angelo's, I like a lot of D'Angelo's. Um, Jersey Mike's is okay. Uh, we don't eat at Subway. AC Peterson Farms is totally awesome too. Nardelli's, that's the one I couldn't remember. Nardelli's has amazing sandwiches. Um, and Bertucci's, and I guess there's Panera Bread. Um, I'd say those are the best places that have sandwiches. If you do a, a variety of those, I think you'll definitely find a sandwich that you'll like, for sure. Um, Hello Fresh. I'm considering starting Hello Fresh at some point with Skip. Um, you know, Doug and Michelle said they were doing it, and Heather, and, um, uh, Danny were doing it for a couple days during the week, and it seems to be really effective for them to make cooking easier. So I think maybe we'll try it maybe once or twice a week, um, and then the rest of the days we'll just cook. But I think that'll be very effective for us because it seems like it makes cooking easier. And I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for a way to make cooking easier. So we'll definitely give that a try, I think. Um, muffins. Do we want to make them at home or do we want to buy them for the bakery? I don't know. I like buying them from the bakery more. Like, Halls has their own, like, freshly made muffins. And I think if I want a muffin, I'll just go buy them there. I mean, there's always the option of the bakery um, in um, West Hartford. Uh, so, um, mom goes there. So, maybe that's an, a try. Or you can go to the bakery at your local grocery store, whatever it is. If it's Stop and Shop, if it's ShopRite, Price, whatever it's called. Uh, Big Y, whatever your local grocery store is, you could try the muffins there. Or, if you want, you can make them at home. If you're going to make them at home, then you can add in whatever you want to the muffin. So I guess that's the great part of making them at home. I kind of think blueberry are my favorite muffins. Maybe chocolate. I also like cranberry too. 
there's so many amazing muffins and there's so much flavor you can put into them. And I feel like they're fun to make. So on with your muffin, man. And muffins can be eaten for brunch, for lunch, for breakfast, for a snack, any time of the day. <coughs> I really do think muffins can be utilized. And they're really good. Eggs and bacon can be eaten all day, any day, and they taste good, especially for breakfast. And pasta can be eaten any day, any time of the day, any meal of the day. I like all pastas. I really don't think there's a pasta I don't like. I even like the pasta that's made with vegetables, and that's good too. Can you make your own Mexican sauce? I think you can make your own Mexican sauce if you start with fresh tomatoes, peppers, onions. You start from there and you build on it. You add in meat. You add in different things to it. And you can definitely build a definite, full, flavorful sauce that tastes amazing. Anyways, that's the end of this Thursday podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born to Be a Star. Hope you're eating good and hope if you're watching that show, you're questioning it the end of moonlight moon night i don't know guess we'll have to wait and see i'll talk to you later bye